Hey everybody, welcome into the Irish NFL show. It is the end of May. We're getting towards the June bank holidays, I think. I think we have a bank holiday next week. I don't even know. It depends where you are. If you're up with me, you've got a couple of bank holidays. These boys have got a bank holiday. Who knows if we have a week bank holiday special. We are presented by a number of esteemed sponsors. First off, Trust Gaming. Trust Gaming is the best gaming year you can get on a budget or on any budget. Check out Trust Gaming on Instagram for more details. We're also presented by our friends over at Mini Arcade Systems. They have the best quality arcade machines in Ireland. Check them out by Googling or going on Instagram and searching in Mini Arcade Systems. And we're also presented by the Erlingus College Football Classic. We're going we're gonna to release the kickoff time for this game on August 27th in a minute. You can get tickets now. Ticketmaster.ie slash Touchdown Dublin. I've got these boys in the wrong order here. Like This is how awake I am this week. Uh, Colin Cronin, Brian O'Leary, welcome in, lads. Colin, happy bank holiday? No? It's not a bank holiday. Not, not, not quite yet. Uh, coming up at the uh, at the start of June, so yeah, we got that. We got that extra one in in March. Uh, I wish I wish we had it at the. Wish I had that extra bank holiday in March, but yeah. Yeah, I'm well, you're, you're, you know, you've, you've got other ones for other other reasons. <laughs> oh, um, let's, <laughs> let's not go there. That's a, yeah, yeah. Brian, how are you? Good. I'm good, Michael. I'm good. Um, yeah, you're gonna declare that kickoff time. I think we have some. Yeah, let's let, let's start it off. Uh, so obviously, brilliant to have College Football Ireland involved with the show. Really appreciate the support. Great to also help support the local game as well, and it's great to have a partnership with the people over at College Football Ireland. We can reveal this week the game uh, between Northwestern and Nebraska on Saturday, the 27th of August, is kicking off at 5:30 in the evening Irish time. I like it. I've had people on Twitter asking me, is there a beer bus coming from Belfast and up? And am I going to book one? I love it, lads. Um, I mean, you just don't really care if it was on at 12 at night or one in the afternoon. You can walk home. You're just sweet. But it's, 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 a, column. it's, a, it's a nice time. Yeah, Yeah, no, it definitely is better than it has been for the the last few times. Hopefully the, the weather, um, every time I've gone to the college game recently, so uh, fingers crossed, oh, it sounds perfect. August half five on a Saturday and uh yeah lo- a lovely build-up might might allow for uh you know some college type tailgating and it might allow for a night out afterwards so Colin is already getting concerned there's no <laughs> way that's happening I'll tell you why because we have a season to start though two weeks after we, we're, we're in prep mode then I, I'm Brian I'm, I'm pumped for this game it's going to be televised on Fox nationally in the U.S. And we have no idea who's showing it here. You would think domestically, maybe BT maybe or TG Car would show it. Um, <laughs> or I'm being serious, like domestically, like they would have in the local markets. Uh, we'll, we'll try and find that out. Maybe BT. I'm not sure. BT is BN, I'd imagine. At that time, at that time in the evening, we'll have it. I am excited for the game, Michael, genuinely, because it will be only a couple of weeks before the NFL season starts. And as that stage would have been starved of. Of NFL, and we'll probably be watching some very poor NFL preseason games where players from the first uh, starters won't be in any of the games. So it will be good to see real competitive action. And it's a top 10 college game. So, yeah, why wouldn't you be excited? Great game. I think it's a great kickoff time for people. It allows people who are down the country who want to get to the game to travel up. You know, they don't have to be leaving at the crack of dawn to get up for the game. I think it's a perfect time. And people within reason can get home at a reasonable hour afterwards so yeah it's it's a perfect fit 
And to the three people who have DM'd me in the last 45 minutes, I am going to contact, I'm going to contact TransLink this week and try and get trains to Belfast and Portadown after 10 o'clock. That's the only thing, but we'll try, we'll, we'll try and get an Irish NFL show bus to Dundalk, Belfast. Just make sure you Iron don't drink. As well. you, you just don't drink on that bus on the way down, Michael, because we may need you for some kind of uh, Irish NFL show college special on the day at the stadium, hopefully. The toll bridge would be great crack then that, that day. Uh, no, here, looking forward to it. And I, obviously, a thanks to our sponsors, the Erlingus College Football Classic. As we said at the start of the show, ticketmaster.ie slash touchdown Dublin. You now know the time. You can go to the game, go for a night out after in Dublin, or hop up in the bus with me after. More to come on that as well. Uh, talking about preseason games, Colin, one guy that could potentially be playing in the preseason is Colin Kaepernick. Uh, the Raiders have had, the Raiders have had an interesting week, haven't they? And also a former Raider in Gruden's had an interesting week. Do you think, first off, uh, Colin could be playing? Apparently he's impressed, which impresses me because the last time Colin Kaepernick was playing in NFL down, I had a full head of hair. Uh, Wayne, Wayne Rooney may have uh, had that as well. Um, look, Kaepernick, it makes a lot of sense, I think, for the Raiders in, in some respects, right? Mariota moved on. They like to bring somebody in to mix it up a little bit. Kaepernick offers you that running threat. So they're, they're working them out. And I think in fairness to the Raiders, we have talked about it time and again on this show. If there's a franchise that is co- committed to diversity, to giving people second chances, um, in, and in this case, you know, um, it's it's the second chance after the league did what the league did, um, then it, it is the, the Raiders. So, you know, it, it's an interesting story. There's still a long way to go for him to actually make a roster, um, but it is obviously a, a step in the right direction that he had a workout. Apparently it was impressive, but you know this is still may and as we have said real football is uh, many months away he he also has um, a long-standing relationship with um the son of the guest we have on our show tonight which is michael lombardi and uh his son is now the offensive coordinator with the raiders they have a relationship from the time in san francisco so i can see why it would make sense to someone there that has a personal relationship with him more so than the football side of things um it makes sense in a way because if you look at what the Raiders did last year with Mariota, he's obviously moved on to the, the Falcons now and will likely start there. But they ran a lot of kind of schemes where they would take Derek Carr out again and bring him in for like a run pass option, as kind of touched on there. So Kaepernick might be an ideal fit to do that. Um, will he be there? I'm not sure. Like, like it's easy to be giving these guys opportunities in May, but you know, come come August, you know. I'd imagine it's very much light touch. There's no playbooks being discussed or anything. It's very much just gathering how much shape he's in. And if you saw what he did at that kind of spring training day with Michigan, he looked like he was in good shape and seemed to be throwing the ball around well. But it's a very different, as we've seen with these rookies doing the day specials. You know, it's very different to throw a ball, you know, with no one around you as opposed to when you're playing a real game in the NFL. So it could be interesting to see how it plays out. But interesting week for the Raiders in general. I I personally think that Colin Kaepernick could walk into two or three teams and become at least their number two backup quarterback. Uh, I, would, I, would agree with hmm? I would tend to agree with you on that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to start naming teams, but like maybe we'll do this next week or peak off season. If it does, you know, maybe he'll impress the team and he'll sign with the team by the time this goes out. This is being recorded on a Thursday, for example. So no one, Colin, try not to do it over the next few days. Um <laughs> We like we we have an announcement to make, yeah. Are we, are we going to do this now? Yeah, Colin, are we going to do it now? Sure. 
Yeah, let's do it now. Um, right, we have a big announcement to make. People have been messaging us flat out in regards to Mark Cockerell. Um, I always knew he was popular, but I didn't think he was this popular column. Do you want to tell everyone the 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 incredible news, <laughs> of, the news of this show that I know right. people are so just latching on to at the minute? They want to know what's going on with Mark. Where is Mark? Well, the good news for, for Mark is essentially work commitments mean that uh, Mark will no longer be able to, to present on the show. Mark is still involved and will be in, in the background, uh, which is good to have uh, Mark's keen uh, legal eagle eyes on uh, contracts and, and agreements. But with the return of travel and with Mark being in the role that he's in, um, I think he has been uh, on three different continents uh, over the, the last week alone. So the reality is that it just wasn't possible uh, for him to, to continue. Um, you know, maybe, maybe we'll, we'll see. He might, he might pop up for a, a guest appearance during the, the playoffs if, uh, if that happens. But uh, you, it's, going, it's going to be the, the three amigos going forward on the Irish NFL show. And obviously, uh, we will still keep in touch with Mark and we want to wish him the, the very best. What I, what I would say is I think, I think most people who watch the show would be very much aware of, of the commitment that we have to put into doing the show because it's not a case of just rocking up on a Thursday or a Sunday or a Monday during the season and just doing the show that there is a lot of work that's done in the background to make things work and Mark's always been heavily involved in that. So from a personal standpoint, it's not just the fact that Mark is leaving. Like we're all get on very well outside of doing the show. So he's become quite a good friend to us all. So it's it's a sad, it's a sad moment in a way, Mike. It's a bit like I was thinking, what would it be like? You know, what is it like when Fergie left United for you? It was probably when where Westlife broke up the first time around. So didn't lines. win 10 in a row. <laughs> I mean, here. Uh, for, for the weekend, isn't it? Next weekend. Uh, yeah, like it's it's the end of an era. Like I like and what what you boys is I I can only take that and multiply it by a hundred. Yeah, like we've we've all been good mates outside of this, and it's great that we're we're delighted Mark can continue on in a, a more external role, and he may not be on the screen, and he certainly won't be on here during the playoffs because the Patriots aren't getting anywhere near the playoffs, lads, which we can talk about soon. But yeah, like obviously wishing Mark the very very best. You know, like the the show. Uh, it wouldn't be where it is today without his help and his, his guidance, not just on the screen but off the screen. Uh, like I, I, I'm not going to miss the, the, the musical tones on, on on a Friday night live or ABBA references. I probably will miss them to be honest with you. But uh, no, it's 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 definitely the end of the year for this show. But it's uh, it's the start of a new one. So um, yeah, yeah, like obviously, Mark it, it's it's great that Callum's already tagged them as now a special guest coming on. So that's that's good for Mark. He's the special one. <laughs> It's, it's going to be good fun. I, I can't wait to see that show. Um, I, I'm going to miss, like I, I did, I have to say now, if there was maybe two or three weeks last year where Mark jumped on the, the hot seat hosting this and it was definitely good fun to hear his soothing tones and, and wishing Mark all the best. And I mean, you'll like people listening to this or watching this, you'll probably see him in a meetup in week one or at a game in London. So he's still here. He's just not on the screen. So obviously our very best to Mark and his family and, um, how do we continue the show now? I mean, is, is that it? Is that all uh, Well, no, because um, <laughs> th there's, there is the, the, the delightful news from the sadness of, of Mark, you know, um, you know, no longer um, being a presenter on the show. There is the, the great news that our, our long nightmare may be, may be finally coming to an end. The Pro Bowl, the, the league might at long last 
put it out of its misery and get rid of what has just become an eyesore. It is absolutely pointless. I, I, the reason sport is interesting is intensity. The the Pro Bowl is the absolute antithesis of that. I, they should do have ed, literally anything else would be better. It's the reason that that preseason it isn't that interesting. I mean, obviously for guys trying to make the roster, it's really important. But the whole reason you watch games is that intensity, and that does not exist in the Pro Bowl. So I would definitely be an advocate of literally anything else. Brian, instead of the Pro Bowl, and there hasn't been like a lot of talk about this this week. I mean, the NFL apparently want to do like skill stuff, right? What about like what the GA is doing now with that like that that like backwards cup, like the Tatalion Cup, where like where the where the crap counties? I'm only joking. Where like the the counties aren't maybe as competitive as like the top counties are at the moment. Go into a, like, why not like put the the teams that don't qualify for the playoffs in like a crazy knockout cup or something in January for the crack. Like the Giants, for example, could go in as favourites for like the B section. Like it's like talk, saying about you know splitting Dublin in two or whatever. In, in all seriousness, it's so easy. Just have the first seed against the second seed for the draft. Uh, or sorry, the first second pick for the draft, and just make them play to the death for the first pick. It's not that hard. Put it the Sunday before the Super Bowl. I'd watch it. Why do anything? Just kill it all together. No, saying, we'll do it for the crack. I tell you what they should do. You want to do? I tell you, you want to do something really good that week put the senior bowl on proper television because it's only on NFL network. The game is played that weekend leading, you know, I think it's played on the Saturday and the, the, because the pro balls on a Sunday, kill the pro ball, put the senior bowl in a good prime time slot on a Sunday and let people see the players that are going to get drafted come April. Because we spoke about it after we did our draft um, special, you know, reviewing the draft and the amount of percentages, I think was high up in 60, 70% of players that were drafted this year who were attended and played in the senior bowl. It shows the importance of the game. We've had it. Jim Nagy on his own great work there. It would only build the importance of that that week by putting it on proper prime de- prime time television and kill the draft off, or sorry, kill the the Pro Bowl altogether. Colin was right. I mean, you know the two week gap between for every fan of the NFL, the two week gap between the championship games and the Super Bowl is tough going. Bear in mind, even though the last game has come for the season, and then you switch on the Pro Bowl, and it's just absolutely horrendous. And you say. What's the point? What is the point? What, 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 what about the, the college game, Brian? What about putting the national championship game that Sunday before the Super Bowl? Like, that's just even, do that. That's that. You know what, Michael? That trumps what I said. That's actually that's perfect. Like, <laughs> but then they all like, oh, there's a four week gap. I don't care. Like, you know, none of us lads here genuinely like. And I try to watch college football on Saturday. But how are you supposed to watch United losing at lunchtime? The three o'clock kickoffs, Saturday, Saturday night football, and then all the college and persuade your wife to stay with you by Sunday when the NFL starts. We can't do it. So it would be great for people here if we could watch the college game. on the Tra- throw, in, throw in parents with children on top of that. Me, me, me and Colin don't have to worry about that, uh, Colin. Uh, right, to. anyway, can, can I just first off, like you're going to go AOB here, right? This has been a crack so far. I want to thank everyone that watched or listened to Mickey Loomis last week. Uh, thank yeah. Jeff Duncan for sharing it. Thanks to all the love on uh, New Orleans Saints Reddit for all the comments as well. Great to talk to Mickey. And thank you very much to the Saints for the opportunity to chat to Mickey and hopefully chat to you again soon, maybe in, in London. Uh, Colin, have you any other business that you want to talk about this week? Uh, obviously, we're getting to the point now where we're starting to enter, maybe not the quiet part of the season, but it's a bit more quiet. 
Well, it, it, it's a little bit quieter, but there is plenty of stuff I think going off the going on off the field, and the the Dan Snyder stuff is probably the one we spoke to Peter King about it. We spoke to Rappaport about it, and it is playing out. Um, obviously, we have an owners meeting coming up. When you see owners say things like they're counting the votes. I think that is pretty telling. Um, the reality is that he once the accusations were out there that he uh, stiffed teams on money, uh, the, the league will put up with an awful lot, especially from owners. We know that. We have seen that time and time and time again, past, present, and I'm sure that will be the case well into the future. But when you stiff the other owners on money, Oh, you're not going to be around for too long. I think Danny Snyder's days are numbered as the owner of the Washington Commanders, whether it happens right now or in the not too distant future. But that is certainly one to keep an eye on because the Broncos are probably going to sell pretty shortly for somewhere in the region of five to six billion. That record might last for all that long if the Commanders go on the market uh, immediately afterwards. Michael, uh, Chucky the doll. Uh, a lot of people were glad to see the back of that. One around the door for a minute. <laughs> that film, that doll. You know, a lot of people were glad to see the back of the, that doll throughout the years. And John, Gruden is a bit like that doll. Well, he looks exactly like that doll. And Gruden has cropped up this week. And the NFL want him to just move off into the background and never to be seen again. But he, I don't know if people had an opportunity to read, read up on what's happened this week. But the NFL tried to dismiss his case that he was wrongfully dismissed by the Raiders and that they uh, purposely leaked out the emails. And it looks like he's going to get his day in the courts because uh, the NFL um, haven't won won the early phase of this uh, conversation. And he he came out very uh, happy with the outcome and said, great to be back in Vegas. uh, Go Raiders. I'll see you all soon. So he's not going. If if, if Mark was here now, God, he hasn't died now, but if he was here, he would He would be using one of his poetic lines to say, gone into the night or gone into the darkness, whatever that particular line was. But uh, Gruden is going to be around for a little bit longer, but you might not see him on the sidelines. We'll certainly see him in the news. So interesting subplot ahead over the coming months on that side of things. Here's Johnny indeed. Uh, obviously, folks, my my AOBL look at the generals. I want to thank everyone that's been on our social media channels over the last two or three weeks, especially in regards to the local game. Uh, a lot of games taking place this weekend have taken place today. The Belfast Trojans had their home opener today. I'm going to try and get up to that Harlequins over the next few weeks. I'm going to try and get these boys up the M1. See if that works. See if we can get past Neary with some of these lads here. See the crack. Uh, a couple of things. Brian's PSG top that he's wearing will be available in the store on Monday, and we hope to maybe um, have an opportunity for people to get tickets for uh, the Tottenham games. Uh, we hope to have more information on that over the next few weeks, specifically the Green Bay game, which apparently is a hen's teeth. Um, not because of the Giants, Brian, because of the Green Bay Packers. I'm only joking. Uh, but m- more to come on that. Please watch the space. Um, so w- we'll see what happens. And yeah, that's all I have. Colin, do, do you want to introduce to this, this, this week's guest? or? Yeah, uh, this week's uh, guest is a good friend of the the show. And as Brian mentioned earlier, his uh, son is now the offensive coordinator with the um, Las Vegas Raiders. It is um, the the one uh, and only. Uh, he, he certainly has some Irish heritage because uh, the man is a, an 
fantastic storyteller. We are delighted to welcome Michael Lombardi back to the Irish NFL show. <laughs> 